Welcome to the Runaways After Show podcast, the weekly discussion of Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. I'm Scott Corelli from DuelingGenre.com. I'm uh, Cassandra Fredrickson, also from DuelingGenre.com. I'm Jason Hammonds from ThatMightBeCool.com, and I almost forgot the order there. Hooray! <laughs> And today we are discussing episode nine called Doomsday, uh, which is written by uh, Jai Jai Park. Jai Hai Park. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I really apologize. I'm going to say Jihei. Um, but, but but kudos to the Runaways writers room for hiring and a very eclectic writer staff writing staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and Kendall Rogers. They wrote it together, and it's directed by Jeremy Webb. J. Webb. So... J. J. Webb. It's, you know, I'm, I'm betting that soon he's going to be hired to direct Spider-Man movies just because his last name is Webb. They have a proliferacy. For, pro, that's not a word. Uh, yeah, that whole one time that. that that happened. Yeah. That whole one time that happened. Hey, yep. you mean two times. It was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was two movies. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, right. <laughs> go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. <laughs> so so this episode uh opens with the death of the Hernandezes um Ooh. which is uh uh a thing uh I I find it I find it interesting that okay so this episode started I don't know it created a lot of questions for me because one are they suggesting that Molly's powers are accident based based on the explosion um, oh. I think they're suggesting that whatever that rock is, is what gave Molly her powers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Not like weird. the explosion. Like, she's not like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or whatever. Like, I think that whatever she touched prior to the explosion kept her alive and then gave her her powers. Oh. Hmm. That is, that is an that's interesting... That's so weird. <laughs> I, I was wondering that throughout the entire series, like, where did these powers come from? And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually, I didn't even, uh, for whatever reason, I didn't even pick up on that being the possible cause of her powers. Mm-hmm. Huh. She's like Spider-Man. Yeah, the... See, that's why they brought in Jeremy Webb. <laughs> oh, no. Because at the end of the teaser, like, her eyes glow, right? Right. Yeah, baby Molly's sitting there. Yeah. So, yeah, because there's no way a toddler, like, survived that. Unless it's a really to badass rock. toddler. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's unless Molly, it's like so. The Rock as a toddler, I bet The Rock could survive <laughs> right. an explosion as a toddler. <laughs> uh, I, I also, I want to give uh, kudos to the Runaway series as a whole uh, because I, I just want to point out that it took the Marvel Netflix series uh, four series of thirteen episodes <laughs> and a seven episode. Uh, mini series to get to a giant hole in the ground uh, <laughs> that that the that the good guys had to fight, uh, and it took Runaways nine episodes. So hey, kudos, hey, it Runaways. Only, it only took Arrow fifteen episodes too, so they beat Arrow as well. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> um, I did also want to want to mention uh, Jeremy Webb is actually this is not his first foray into the Marvel universe, and no, it's not from hmm. Spider Man. Just so you know, uh, <laughs> his other forays have been uh, Legion. Uh, the Punisher, and he's also had experience in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and your guy's favorite show, Doctor Who. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that his name is familiar. He directed uh, The Curse of the Black Spot and The Wedding of River Song. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, he's a bad director. <laughs> um, I like are... this. <laughs> yeah. 
Those are those are two of the worst episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> oh Dr. boy, I was oh. ready for like something. Well, not well. Anyway, wrong podcast. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yikes. Um, Jeremy funny. Webb, buddy. Uh, no. It's good that he uh, found more work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that is very good for him. Please stay away from Doctor Who forever. Thank you. Um, anyway, this episode was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I, I still getting still 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 tired of those cartoon high school villain vibes though. Um I uh that that the girl selling the tickets like just 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 literally telling Alex like you can't buy a ticket like are you mm-hmm. what? Seriously? Come on. You you can't do that. You can't do that. You know you can't do that and no high school person would do that. Like they just wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. Just I don't know. I hate that. <laughs> That's anyway, <clears throat> cartoon high school villains. I uh, so I I did want to point out that almost everybody in Pride really sucks at wearing hard hats. Oh my god, it's <laughs> like, my favorite huh? thing. They're all like lopsided <laughs> and like perched on top of their head and stuff. Like, come on, loosen the band, guys. Like, there's some costume person just does not know how to work with a hard hat and like doesn't realize that that mm-hmm. band adjusts or something, and they're just like, nope, just plop it right on top of your skull. <laughs> let it let it rest there and don't move your neck very much. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, that was a that was just an observation. Um I also wanted to point out that Alex used the term VHS machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have an old VHS machine laying around. I'm like, there's a name for that, buddy. There's that's called a VCR. You're you're not too much younger than me. You should know that. Especially if yeah. you were in a Especially club. if it was like in the club. Yeah. Like he should he should know that. Come on, Alex. <laughs> You that's nerd. Like, yeah, that's like that's like when Peter Parker in Civil War was like, "Hey, you guys ever seen that really old movie Empire Strikes Back?" But then he's supposed to be a Star Wars fan. I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah. He was These raised people. on the prequels. <laughs> no, I, I didn't love that either. Um, but uh, I, I, uh, and also, okay, la- last thing. Is this the last thing? No, there's two two things that I wanna I wanna criticize. One chase don't don't hug the rapists don't <laughs> hug the rapists is it is that difficult don't hug the rapists I, chase. I okay I would argue in favor of chase that they kind of hug him uh but he's they, like all right well I guess this he, is happening so he, he sure. lingers as, he as, lingers. as, as yeah. is their yeah. tendency they kind of force their unwanted physical affection onto somebody oh no it's true but after they stop hugging him he does continue to hang out with them yeah that's true. Yeah, uh, and then don't, two, don't hug the rapist is a pretty good rule. Yeah, don't don't hug the rapist. Um, two, oh guys, are we really are we really still in the universe with the X Men? Like, ooh, what do you expect, yellow spandex? Like, we get that again mm-hmm. here with the Runaways bit. Yeah, when like, they're talking about their name. Ah, uh, what do we call ourselves? Why don't we call ourselves the Runaways for all the Runaways <laughs> that died? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize like, Fox uh, was involved with this production. I did, I, uh, I thought that that was their bag. Oh, uh, that was so awful. It is. It is such um, a Fox thing to do too. It's like because they they did it with Fantastic Four. Like right at the end, we're like, what do we call ourselves? How about uh, the? How about the guys? I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I I, I no, hate was... it when like superhero teams have that awkward like the it's it's what happens in films because they're always like too embarrassed to say a superhero team name and so they're like oh i don't, I don't know we could just oh, or they like try to add some weird that's, symbolism to it 
that's why I liked I actually and this is a criticism for like everyone else but me apparently but like <laughs> I liked that they never called themselves the Justice League mm. in that movie never once just mm. yeah no they just never called they it showed yeah. up. you, you yeah, didn't have, just showed up you didn't have Batman like do. sitting there talking to Alfred like Alfred I need to assemble yeah. some kind of league for justice making <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly it's like oh so like a like a a Justice League? A League of Justice? <laughs> no, Alfred, that would be stupid. It'd be so stupid, Alfred. That's a dumb name, you idiot. <laughs> what are we going to do? Go fight giant starfish? Come on, Alfred. That's the, the Brian That's Singer That's what it would cut. be if it was made by Fox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, man. Then he just punches uh, Alfred in the face. <laughs> the, oh, so, sorry, that was the director's uh, cut. Uh, so I do... I do um, I do like that as as silly as the moment is, I do like that we finally get Gert and Chase uh oh, and I oh. and and Nico and Carolina. Yes. Getting it on. This episode is yeah. horny. This episode is like <laughs> I mean bit. I thought I was watching Riverdale for a second. I was like, damn, <laughs> these kids are getting it. <laughs> Whew. Got steamy. I was for a actually minute. surprised that that happened. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm refer like the Gert and Chase thing. Like mm. I thought they were just gonna make out. Um, I'm surprised <laughs> they took it to that place. Well, I also uh, it, it escalated quickly. It, it, escalated, it escalated very quickly, super quickly. Like one minute her her top was on, and then the next minute it was not. And I was like, Gert, holy crap, Jesus! Yeah. Like <laughs> and they just they just held on their pelvic thrusting for like two straight minutes. Oh I thought that was God. a very interesting choice directorially. <laughs> What were you watching, Jason? <laughs> oh wait, shoot, that was never mind. Don't worry about that. Um, that was Riverdale. Uh, yeah, that was something else. Um, no, I like it, it was also because for whatever reason, I don't know, like what innocent place my mind was in, but like when she's like, "Yeah, maybe we'll just have one last dance," I was like, "Oh, cute, they're gonna go dance." And then like yeah, they me go, too. Me they go too. up into the room. And they're like in this private secluded room. And I'm like, oh, they want to like dance away from everybody and like have their own little moment. And then they start taking their clothes. I'm like, oh, they're not dancing. Huh. Same. <laughs> yeah. I was, just, I was <laughs> very surprised I, I, that my I, mind didn't immediately go to, oh, they go fudge. I almost said the F word, but I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know as where soon we're as, as soon as they started taking off clothes, I was like, wait, what? Really? What? Yeah. Is yeah. That what? <laughs> it's funny because I was watching this and I was like, oh, man, Scott's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scott, Scott, Scott's watched Riverdale and loved it. So I think he's he's more uh, in tune with teenage sex these days. Yeah, I can. I, it's fine. It is what uh... it is. I also thought like when when the the Carolina and Nico scene started happening. I was like, oh man, are they going to just have like two like coinciding sex scenes going on at one time? Meanwhile, Alex and Molly are just <laughs> awkwardly sitting in the car. With a dinosaur, yeah. With a dinosaur. <laughs> and then the dinosaur gets horny and tries to find another dinosaur. And No. <laughs> I, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't just turn into like some huge gratuitous like 10 minute sex montage where Alex and Carolina or Alex and um, Molly are just like sitting there twiddling their thumbs like, huh. Wonder what's taking them so long. Meanwhile, you just smash cut back to them having hot, passionate sex two rooms apart from oh each other. Oh my god! I'm no, I'm I'm super glad that didn't happen. I like- I, I I I will say I was expecting some sort of gag with old Lace and Gert being psychically linked. I thought <laughs> I thought like I thought like old Lace was gonna start like fogging up the back seat or something. Oh my like- god, that would be so hammy, but pretty funny. 
god. She's like, what the hell, old lace? Why are you breathing so heavy? <laughs> I guess she's What's still not cold. so long? But... Yeah. <laughs> Oh Seriously. my god. Alex and Molly. Alex figures it out and Molly's like asking questions. Alex is like, I didn't nope, I'm not we're not having this conversation. <laughs> nope. That's a that's a really fun uh little like that, that that seems like something that you'd find in like a, a mid two thousands comedy, uh which is not a bad thing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's a that'd be a fun thing. I um, was really worried as far as um Nico and Carolina that Nico was gonna be like why did you just do that and like freak out? And then she was like, cool with it. And I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah, validation. I was glad for that too. Yes. I know that would, that mm-hmm. would have really uh, sucked if, if she was just like, oh my God, get off of me. And then just ran away. Yeah. 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 So th- then, then there's the question. I mean, Nico seems now to, to possibly be either bisexual or bi curious. I don't know. What's your, what's your take yeah. on that? Yeah. Maybe um, I hope, either, I, either or she's young, either or that's yeah. I would say. I yeah. hope that as, that if she is bi, that she just like yeah I'm bi, like and it's yeah. not a big deal, um, because I'm all about that representation. But <laughs> sure, yeah, no, that was awesome. Um, I literally stood up and like danced around in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that that was that was a fun moment. I'm I'm also like somebody's getting set up for heartbreak. I don't know if it's if it's Carolina or if it's Alex or both, but. It- it's gonna be all of them. All I hope, of them. Uh, you know, it's... I think it's pointing to Chase, honestly. Mm. Like mm. with their conversation in the um, whatever that is, the drill booth thing, mm. because they mm. don't know how to communicate and they oh, don't because yeah. they're young. They're like fifteen, so <laughs> right. Is that how old they are? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Greg Sulkin, the fifteen-year-old boy. It's, it's dubious. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought I thought for some reason I thought they were seniors and Molly was a freshman. That's I don't, I think they're like juniors. I don't really know. Mm. It's not really ever explicitly mm. stated how old they are, but. Yeah, they're, okay. I think they're just, they're just, uh, ambiguously teenagers. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, uh, so, so, uh, the, the shit is the fan. I just realized uh, they do, they do have to be at least 16 because, uh, they can drive. Or at least, oh right, right, right. Uh, what's oh, her face? Oh right, can. yeah, Dirt. yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But, shit hits the fan. But, but yeah, the sh- the shit hits the fan in this episode, uh, and and it's all it's all stupid Carolina's fault for telling her dumb dad, which <laughs> who who I I okay. So who would have thought that when we started this show that Frank would be end up being the ultimate villain of the I season? I know. Oh my god. Yeah. So weird but fun because he's not even like like every other like everyone else i mean they killed like they literally murdered runaways uh for years Mm -hmm. uh but you know watching the show we understand why number one they were coerced into it and number two all of their children are on the line Mm -hmm. so you you sort of like while you don't accept that as a reason you you empathize with them at least you know mm. you empathize with uh, how difficult a decision like that would be mm-hmm. um but with frank like frank's just a selfish asshole like yeah. he just he sells out his own daughter and all of her friends uh wow what a dick right <laughs> yeah i'm really like i'm i'm having a hard time with frank here i'm i'm really like at first, I was like, "Oh man, Frankie's just lost and confused," and I'm like, "Frank, you suck, man!" Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe yeah. he found out that Carolina's not his daughter, so he just doesn't care as much anymore. 
And he's like, I don't care. If she's not my blood, then I'll murder a child. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's what all the other parents did. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They're like, as long yeah. as they're not my kids, I could kill them. Yeah. Uh, ugh. Uh... I don't know. That was uh that was yeah, not not out of character at all. I just was surprised at how quickly and easily he turned. Mhm. Well, I think that like I think he turns because Jonah gave him what he's been looking for. Like he's like right. a failed actor. He doesn't have a sense of purpose. He like flunked out of the church or whatever that thing is and now he has a goal, and now he has, like, a person that seemingly... I mean, Jonah's playing him like a fiddle, but I think that Frank thinks that, like, with Jonah, he has a chance to make a name for himself under, like, mm-hmm. not under the shadow of his wife. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's an asshole, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting that they were building to that the entire time, and they, like... Because I know we were kind of thinking that, oh, well you know, Victor Stein, like, what is, what is he going to do? And then like, they shoot him and they like bury him in a box. So (laughs) it's kind of cool that like the least assuming of them is now like the biggest asshole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you think that uh, Victor Stein is going to come out of the box in in, uh, uh, episode 10? That also sounds like a weird, like in universe euphemism for coming out of the closet. But like, do you think he's going (laughs) to come out of the box or do you think they're just going to keep him there until next season? I don't, I don't know. know. Hmm. I don't either. I'm not sure. Yeah. I do. I, I have some theories about the next episode, but in order to share said theories, I have to talk about stuff from the comics a little bit. Mm. So maybe we can set that aside for like the end so that people can skip it if they haven't read the comic and don't want to be spoiled about yeah. certain things. Yeah. Yeah. We can save um, that for the end. Okay. Cool. 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 Because I do have something I want to talk about, but... The one thing going going all the way back to the beginning of the episode where we get the revelation that Molly is not a mutant and did not get her powers from her parents mm-hmm. uh, biologically. I guess she kind of got her powers from her parents, sort of. <laughs> um, but uh, we now get to Carolina. We get this standoff between the kids and the, and the parents um, at the drill station and – well, Carolina reveals, you know, her, her, her true self to her mom mm-hmm. and her mom didn't realize it. And then we end the episode on that cliffhanger of her going, uh, you know, they're like, did you know about this? And she's like, no, but you know, now, now this is what, what does she say? She's like, now this is the, this is like the worst thing I could have imagined or something. I think like she's that. like, oh, but I was afraid of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that. But so. What does that mean? Does that mean that she, that Carolina isn't her, even her mom's daughter, really? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that was a very weird thing. Like, yeah, maybe she's just Jonah's daughter that, like, he gave to, or that he had um, Leslie raise. But then that doesn't make sense because then Jonah also called her our daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he say our or my when he was talking to Leslie earlier? Like in whatever episode six. I don't remember. I don't remember either. either. Oh, well. Hmm. But somebody can tweet us and let us know which one he said, please. At Runaways Podcast. (laughs) But but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting. And that, that whole, um, 
that that showdown at the end, I was like, oh, finally. Like, you know, we, we <laughs> yeah. said we said this episode we said this show was gonna be one of two this season was gonna be one of two things. Either they were gonna run away at the end of the pilot or they were gonna wait and run away in the last episode. And uh well <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> there we go. And at some point somebody's gonna have the line of, well, I guess we are the runaways after all. Weep womp womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless unless they just surprise us and like, you know, end everything in episode ten, uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Oh wait, uh, actually, hmm, I I don't see any. Like I've been kind of looking as we've been recording, uh, to see if there's any word on if they have or have not been greenlit for a se- second season. Uh-huh. Uh, there's nothing reported on it, but I do know that like. You know, people like Hulu and Netflix tend to keep that stuff close to the vest until they, like, basically go into production. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It could just all end uh, next episode. Hmm. But then that would be well, weird. Yeah, yeah. That'd be unfortunate. Yeah. I would they, be. I, actually, the more I'm thinking about it, going back to interviews with um, Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, I think they did bring up that they want to go, like, four or five seasons. So. Oh, right. good. Nice. Yeah, or or at least they have a plan for that many seasons. Totally, which is why this season is so deconstructed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or, or decompressed. Sorry, is what I mean. Same thing. Decompressed. Yeah. <laughs> so we are deconstructing it. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 doing the deconstructing. Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage step off. <laughs> <laughs> so my 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 Jonah theory. It's not really much of a theory, but um, going back to like the Amy thing. Uh, because the text on her phone is from an unknown number, and literally the only thread that I can see connecting that is the, um, the Yorks get a call from an unknown number, and it's Jonah. Mm. So, if Jonah is, like, I mean, I could be completely off base with this, but, like, if Jonah has been, like, involved in Amy's life, which we don't know. I'm just extrapolating from, like, that creepy flashback. But, like, if he's been involved in Amy's life, then I don't know if he would be the one to take, like, get dispose of her. Mm. Um, and then if that's the case, like, who is the unknown number that texted her the warning? For some reason, and I feel like it's Kincaid. But no, they they address that and like they're like, oh well, what like if it's Kincaid and um, Nico says that no, it it's from an unknown number and Amy had his contact information in her phone. Yeah, but so, you could block it. Yeah, but I don't know if they would specifically call it out and then try and like back like backpedal on it. Like, unless oh, unless they was... were just hanging a lampshade on it. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, they literally like Chekhov's gun the thing. So yeah. I just, I just want Kincaid to be a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like him too much. But no, I, I hear you. I, it's that's why it makes it so tough to figure out who the freak like these. It's, it's the mystery box thing. It's, it's a tough yeah. thing to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so are we done talking about the episode entirely? Because I wanna, I wanna share my Jonah theory. Yeah, I'm pretty, oh, uh, okay. I'm pretty tapped. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, all right. So if you haven't read the comic and you don't want to be possibly spoiled, again, they've made a lot of changes from the comics. So what I'm about to say could be way off base because it might not be anything related to what they're actually doing, Mm -hmm. depending on what they take from the comics. So take all of this with a grain of salt. But let's say that Jonah is the uh, 
so in the comics, of course, Carolina and her parents are aliens. Yeah. Um, and so what if Jonah is the alien and he comes and he mates with a human in hopes of having like a having a, a daughter or a son that takes on his uh, alien DNA or whatever. Mm. Like maybe it doesn't always happen. So they like Guardians of the Galaxy two this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sort <laughs> no. No, 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 um, I don't think he he's just like setting up franchises. I think it's just okay. on Earth because my theory is that the Gaborum are obviously that's who they're digging to. Yeah. Um, and my theory is that the Gaborum are actually part of are like gods from that other alien species that got trapped on Earth somehow, and he's there to try and free them and maybe even like save his species by you know sort of taking over earth or whatever Mm -hmm. and what he's promised the pride is that you get to live when when that happens you guys get to live and be like you know kings of kings and queens of your little area of earth because i don't give a shit because i'm going to be focused on repopulating the planet with my species yeah that the gaborum are going to help me do and he's known that he's had to set this up for a while, and that's why he's been around for so long, mm-hmm. is because he had to set up, you know, people to believe in this and this whole thing uh, in order to get the resources to dig to the bottom of the, you know, wherever the Gaborum are. Yeah. I think it's really funny that the final showdown is happening next to a really deep hole when the very first shot of the series was a kid reading Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh yeah! <laughs> Look at that. <clears throat> That's pretty so, good. I dig. I ho- holy crap! Yeah, <clears throat> like the very first shot. Like that's so yeah. funny. You are teasing to me. us so early. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Can't believe. Like we <laughs> even, even if br- it wasn't Alex reading the book. Yeah. Jason. Well, look. <laughs> Either way. Wait, wait. Was it? Hmm. Uh. Either way, that's that's still a that was a good tease, and we even freaking talked about it, and and we yep. didn't even we didn't yeah. even pick up on what that could possibly mean. Well, because we we I think we all knew like I think that's probably why you thought it was Alex at first because you were like, why are we focusing on this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> um and and so you know, uh, cinema language tells you like, oh that that's something important, so that must be Alex because you know it's a black kid in glasses, so maybe that's Alex, and then. You later find out that's not Alex and that it's unrelated to anything. But we knew, we knew that there was something weird about that shot. Yeah. And yeah. as Cassandra pointed out, like, that's what it was. Yeah. It was yeah. foreshadowing the finale. I mean, that's like, it's shit. been a while since I've read the entire run, but I, like, remember, like, watching it, it made me laugh because I was like, oh, yeah, comics, yay. But it's interesting how, like, literal it is now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Well, uh, I I don't think I have anything else that I wanted to cover. Um, so that that should do us. I mean, is, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we uh, send the ship off into the ocean? Um, I don't. Well, that, that's yeah, all I, know. I think cool. I'll I think I'll save it for next time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Next next time is going to be a big episode. I'm sure we'll go, go yeah, pretty yeah, long yeah. on that one. Yeah. Um, so remind everybody, you can follow the show on Twitter at Runaways Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Marvel's Runaways After Show Podcast. Um, Scott, Cass, tell us what you guys got going on over there at DuelingGenre.com. We have all sorts of things. Uh, lots of things that Cass and I actually don't have any part of because uh, we're a whole network. Mm-hmm. Um, we but uh, currently we're... We just uh, we just covered the uh, the Christmas special where uh, Peter Capaldi regenerated into uh, the brand new shiny Thirteenth Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we talked about that just recently on the Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who show, and then we're on a little bit of a hiatus, and we'll come back and start covering, I believe, the fifth story of every Doctor. Um, yeah, sounds right. In- yeah, something something like that in like late January, early February, some somewhere around there. Um, so right, right, you know, right, right after uh, this wraps up, if you're if you like Doctor Who, you should go uh, just mosey on over to the Doctor's Companion and mm-hmm. check that out. Um, I am in the last third on Cornetto Minute, uh, covering Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time with my co-host Nick Jimenez. Uh, we we've got about a third of the movie left, and then we'll be mm. wrapping up with that in the middle of February. And then we'll all be switching gears. Yeah. And then I'll be switching gears to the second season of uh, Spider-Man Minute. Um, And then, uh, Cass, what do you got? Well, the second season of my show, Lord of the Rings Minute, just came back like three days ago. uh, And we're covering Mm. two towers. And so far, it's interesting because we've literally seen all of this footage before. So it's kind of me and my co-host just riffing on Lord of the Rings for a week. So (laughs) if you like that sort of stuff, uh, check it out. Hell yeah. Ah, the recaps. You see, you you had the same problem we had on Back to the yes, Future yes. <laughs> minute. Where we had to we had to talk about that damn clock tower three <laughs> times. Mm. Um yeah, that was that was That's tough. Funny. So I, I feel it. your pain. <laughs> I love it. And uh you can find all of that at duelinggenre.com. What about you, Jason? Um and if you go over to thatmightbecool.com, uh, we just wrapped up the first season of Elsewhere Presents Sonic the Podcast Just for Fans, which chronicles a man slowly losing his mind from a degenerative disease caused by Sonic Fever, which uh, makes uh, its, its uh, uh, victims slowly obsess more and more over Sonic the Hedgehog. They collect rings via marriages and quick divorces. Um, oh my and this God. guy. Yeah, and this guy uh, slowly loses his mind uh, due to Sonic the Hedgehog. And so you can chronicle that in its first season. Uh, all 10 episodes are now available uh, over on thatmightbecool.com. Um, and the uh, Savage Land, we just took a, a small, brief, one-week hiatus for the holidays. Um, but uh, we've got a Best of 2017 episode coming this Thursday. Um, so tomorrow as you're listening to this. Um, and that basically is all of our favorite stuff from 2017. We each made a top 10 list, uh, combining comics, TV shows, you know, movies, video games and all that stuff. And it's just each of our 10 favorite things of 2017. Um, even if they didn't come out in 2017, Ooh. cause you know, fuck it. Um, and then I'm also now a regular contributor for a uh, panel by panel magazine. I've um, been doing some small little pieces in there lately and I've got a big feature coming up that I can't really quite talk about yet. Um, but it's related to a really, really, really cool comic book thing in the world of comic book things. Uh, so yeah, you can check out Panel by Panel magazine. I think if you go to panelxpanel.com, then uh, that should be where you can find it. Let's see. Uh, it's from the same guy who does the Strip Panel Naked YouTube channel for those people who love dissecting comics. Um, yep, panelpanel.com. You can find that magazine. 
Uh, yeah, and that is that's that's what I got going on in my world. Um, also, Savage Land is gearing up for a lot more interviews uh, in the early parts of 2018. Uh, we kind of we've been slacking on those creator interviews lately, so we've got a, a big old lineup for the next few months um, to get going. So yeah, check all that out at thatmightbecool.com. And I think is that it, guys? Is that all we uh, is that all we got today? I think so. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, then you can join us next week for the season finale on the Runaways podcast. Woo. Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know.